Hello, and welcome to episode 124 of the Crafty Career Podcast. This is Elizabeth Chapel of Quilters Candy, and I'm also the host of the podcast. Now, this week is a little bit different. The person who edits my podcast is out of town, and there were some mishaps with some of the recordings and the layout. So while they're out of town, I needed to record this episode. So I am the one who is doing the editing. So you may have noticed there was no intro like you normally hear, and the editing might be a little less professional, but you know what? We can do hard things. And I wanted to show up for you. This, especially today, this, as it comes out, is Friday, September 1st, a day I'm really excited about. It is the early bird special for the quilt pattern writing course. And I'm going to talk a bit about how I came up with that, kind of like how the sausage is made, why I did it, all the things that go into that. But very first... I want to say, if you didn't hear, I shared last week on the podcast, the Crafty Career podcast is one of the top, well, how do I say this? It's in the top 1% of podcasts in the globe. So my friend Shannon Boyer is taking a podcast class and she found that out as she was doing some research in the class and she sent me a screenshot. I was like, what? I mean, I had, so I use chartable.com and that it's like this chart where it tells you where you rank. And I know my percentage in like marketing and I'm usually in the top 50% of podcasts and or top 50, what am I saying? Not 50%, the top 50 podcasts in marketing of all the marketing podcasts in the world. I'm in the top 50, generally 50 to 100 that right there, I'm like, that's pretty cool. I did not know that that ranked me in the top 1% globally. So I'm not saying this to like toot my own horn. I am saying this to say thank you to you listeners. Really, that happens because first of all, you're showing up and you're listening to the podcast. So I'm really glad that you're enjoying the podcast. And also you're leaving reviews. So as of this recording, there are 188 reviews. Thank you to each one of you who has taken a moment to go and leave a review of the podcast. If you haven't done that, my goal is to get to 200 reviews. If you've not left a review, I would love for you to take just a moment and go do that. I'm going to read the review that's the most recent review, and it's from Kim Jimenez. She says, this podcast is amazing. I cannot rave enough about Elizabeth and the entire Craft to Career podcast show. The episodes are so helpful and inspiring. Plus, Elizabeth is knowledgeable and relatable. I've learned a lot of lessons from her to implement in my business. Highly recommend. Kim, thank you so much for this review. I actually really love that you say relatable because sometimes, I've mentioned this before, I'm like, am I sharing too much? Is this too much? So I'm glad that it's relatable and I'm glad that you're finding it helpful, especially with your business. That's the goal here, right? I want you to leave with tangible things I know for me, sometimes I'll listen to a podcast or, I don't know, someone sharing something about business and I'm like, huh? But like, what do I do? I, I I don't know what to do. So I that's one of my main goals is to give you tangible things so that you actually can, you know, leave and implement them. So thank you, Kim. So this week, as I mentioned, 
this Friday, today, when the podcast comes out, there is this early bird special. So, okay, what is this? Why am I doing it? And what can you learn about this to apply to your business? So I have the quilt pattern writing course, and that opens once a year. And it's opening September, what, not six, September 8th through the 14th this year. So that's six days. It's only open for six days. And I have been planning this for years, right? This is not my first time opening the course, but it is my first time offering this early bird special. There's a few thoughts that went into this, but some of the main highlights are I want to encourage those who have been waiting and they know that they are ready to join the course. So next week, I will have a little workshop. It's a three-day workshop, and it's going to really help those who are on the fence, who are like, is this course for me? Do I like Elizabeth's teaching style? Do I want to do this course? There's a little bit of a, here, come and see what it's about. Get a teaser of my teaching style, of what you're gonna learn. And that is for people who are just are not sure yet. I will have that now, but there are others who I know like missed the deadline or they've been waiting for months and they're like, no, I'm ready. I don't have any questions. And this is an incentive, a bonus, a reward for them. It's one day and it's fun. Like this is so fun for me. This is a launch strategy that I love. So there's more that goes into why I've done the early bird pricing. Um, I do also affiliate marketing and the affiliate marketing has changed every year. And actually, as I'm going through it this year, I already know I'm going to have changes to it next year as well. But basically affiliate marketing, the purpose, the history, whatever affiliate marketing is where you invite people to share about, for in my case, we'll just say the quilt pattern writing course. So I will, I ask people to say, Hey, will you share about the quilt pattern writing course? In exchange, anyone who signs up for the course, you get paid a, a commission, a percentage. You get paid for each person who signs up using your unique little affiliate link. So I am curious. I want to see how many people are signing up for this course because of they know about it from me. I mean, the purpose of affiliates is that the reason you pay them is because they are introducing your product to people who wouldn't have found out about it without you or someone who really needs the social proof if they're like, I don't know. And so for me, my affiliates, they have to apply to be an affiliate. They have to be an alumni or have worked with me or have gone through my course. There are a few people who I have granted access to at the very, very beginning to be a beta tester. Uh, to go through the course and try it out for me and give me feedback and say, tell me, how is this? Where would you want to see improvements? Can you give me your feedback? Um, Because I don't want my paying customers to be the first guinea pigs. You know, I want, I want to have people go through that. And so they've given me their feedback. They, they trust the course. They like it. So they're, they're invited to be affiliates. And then of the alumni, I have an application process and I used to just allow all alumni to come and be affiliates. But there's a lot of alumni now and the quilting community on Instagram and online is not as large as, I don't know, as the world. Um, It's all relative, right? But I just didn't want to infiltrate and have all of my affiliates competing with each other. And so um, 
But next year, I don't know what it's going to look like. It'll look a little different than it is this year. But point of sharing all that, well, first of all, so that you can learn because it's very, very helpful for us as business owners to see how are they running their business? What are they doing? What does this look like? I mean, even what is an affiliate program? What does that even mean? Why do you have affiliates? How all of that. So that's a little behind the scenes about the affiliate program. But then also, I am just curious how many people would sign up if I open in the past, I've always opened the doors and affiliates and myself were sharing at the exact same time. And so I, I'm curious wh- how many people would sign up without any affiliates. And then I want to give a, an incentive for those people um, to join with just my marketing. When affiliates come, they can offer an incentive as well. And so I want to have my own incentive that's not competing with my affiliates, that's genuinely targeting my market and my audience who know about the Quilt Pattern Writing course because of me, because they know me, they're connected to me. Um, So that's another reason why I did the early bird special. So, okay, now let's talk about how fun it is. So this is the kind of launch that dreams are made of. This was so fun for me to think, what could I offer that would be so fun and exciting? And I'm not even going to tell you, even though it's released today. If you want to know, go to my website today and look what the early bird special is. And if you missed it, I might do it again next year. We'll see. The jury is still out, but I will say this. I am having a lot of fun planning the early bird special. And it's since it marketing isn't even, it doesn't feel like a chore. It's honestly, I'm so excited. And I'm genuinely, it is, doesn't feel like nagging when I'm like, oh my gosh, mark your calendars. You do not want to miss it because I mean it. Like this is so exciting and so fun and I don't want people to miss it. And I guarantee there are going to be people who are going to be like, oh my gosh, I didn't know about it. I missed it. And I cannot make exceptions. And so I'm doing my darndest ahead of time to be like, do not miss this. Mark your calendars. Spread the word. Someone emailed me and they're like, can I share about the early bird? I'm like, that is an epic fail on my end. I need to tell people like, yes, tell your friends, tell everyone. I don't want anyone to miss this. So it's fun. It's like genuinely fun and I don't feel like I'm being annoying and I don't I don't feel naggy. And when I send an email and someone else subscribes, I'm like, that is okay. They are clearly not here for what I'm giving. They shouldn't be here because this is like so fun and exciting. And if, if you're not here for it, then really that's okay. Like then you're not in the right audience, you know? Also, I will say I love to study other business owners and watch what they do and how they do. There's an ebb and flow of it. And there's different people at sometimes... You know, I mentioned before, like, I love Russell Brunson. I'm not really following him as much anymore. So I have I go through different people that I I really learn from. So Alex Hermosi is someone who is an interesting character. I will say he's not like, I definitely don't follow his business as like, I'm going to be just like him because I'm not. But I respect a lot of his business smarts. And he just released a new book and did a big launch for the book. And he used this terminology that if you knew about the early bird special, you've heard me in my own variation of this. He said, you do not want to miss the launch. Everyone who's there live will be getting a free gift. It's greater than a gift card and less than a Tesla. And I will tell you what, that stuck in my mind. And it's all I could think about for a week. I'm like, what is the gift? 
greater than a gift card, less than a Tesla? I mean, my husband and I were in the car and I'm seriously brainstorming. Like, what could it be? I mean, and it's he had half a million people come. Like, it's not like he can give them all a car, you know? Like, what is it? So I I was genuinely excited and you bet I showed up and I was live because he was like, we will check to make sure that you were live. And I was like, okay, I'm there. I'm live. Like, I, I got it. In fact, I was like, please know that I'm here. Like, whatever this gift is, I want it. It worked so well. And I loved the gift. But what was even more fun is you could tell that he loved the gift. He had so much fun and his heart was in it. When he announced what the gift was, he got emotional. I think, anyhow, maybe he'll listen to this. And wow, that's a very flattering. Alex Hermosi is going to listen to this podcast. (laughs) Let's just say that if ever he listens to this, he'd probably be like, I did not get emotional. It seemed like he got emotional to me. He put everything into this gift and it was beyond generous. And I mean, in the Zoom chat room, there were people who were interesting characters, but they're like, I bet he's going to end up charging for this. I bet da 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 da. And I was like, oh, you guys, even if he did, like, it's whatever. But he didn't. And I was like, boom, he gave it to us for free, which I didn't say anything. But it, it was amazing. And, um, and it turns out marketing can be fun. And it really takes, like, you as the business owner being so excited about what you're giving your customers And even my Quilt Pattern Writing course, like I have put so much into this course. I feel darn good about it. I feel so confident this year. I, if you want to learn how to use Adobe Illustrator and InDesign, and if you want to write really good patterns and, you know, have that as part of your business, this, you will love this course. Like I feel so confident because I, Yes, there will always be one or two people who it's not a good fit for. That's just inevitable with life. But I'm confident that the majority of the people are going to love this course. I'm so confident that I've even, again, this was advice from Alex Hermosi. I even upped my refund policy. It used to be after two weeks. I have now changed it to you have the entire course time. You can finish the entire course. And if you don't feel like it's a good value, you can get your money back. Now, of course, that you know, you need to like show me that you've done all of the workbooks and have at least emailed me three times with questions um, so that I can see that people have actually done the work. But that's the thing. If people have done the work, I don't think they're going to ask for a refund. That's how confident I feel about it. And that's exciting. I mean, that's to feel that good about what you about the work that you've put into something about the results that people are going to get when you feel that confident marketing doesn't feel like gross or uh, what's the word people use not sleazy um oily i don't know i can't think of the word slimy slimy um that was an interesting list of words i just came up with there but it doesn't feel that way at all and i feel really at peace if people are like oh it's just not for me i'm like that's totally fine and i'm also i am loving that i'm at a place where i'm not trying to be everything for everyone the very first time I opened my course, people, do you teach applique? Yeah, sure. We, we'll figure it out. Do you teach this? Yes. Yes. You know, I like I wanted everyone in the course so bad that I was like, yeah, I'll make it work. I'll make it work. We can add a lesson. I can do that. It feels so darn good to confidently say to somebody, nope, 
this course is not for you and know that it's really the best thing for them not to take it. For example, this year I had an email from someone who said, I use, I don't know, another program and I'm happy with it. The things that I want, the reasons I want to take the quilt pattern writing course, because I want to have the business connections. I, I want to come to your retreats. I want to learn. It's all business. And I was like, okay, here's the deal. The quilt pattern writing course is not for you. You're happy with what you're using to write quilt patterns. This will be a waste of your money. Now, thankfully, I do have the Craft to Career course, which will be opening. I'm not even going to say date, you guys, because I don't know when, but it will be opening again. That is for her. But even if I didn't have a course, even if I didn't have another product to say like, what do you have this? I have. I've said to people, nope, this is not not the right fit because it feels so good. And I feel so confident when it is the right fit that there's no part of me that's like, oh, am I just trying to earn money? Am I? Nope. I'm actually I know exactly who my ideal customer is. I know if this course is a good fit for them or not. I can answer their questions and I can feel so confident that they're going to like this course that it just feels it's liberating. It's very, very freeing. So if you can, anything that I've said in that little thing, you know, what I just shared, run with that. If you heard something and you're like, oh yeah, I should lean into that or, oh, I'm not doing that. Do the thing because it feels so good. And marketing is fun. Like I enjoy coming up with a real, I will say I did just create my first reel. I also really do like to mm, like is maybe a bit generous. I do make it a practice to study what's going on on social media so that I can stay relevant. You know, it went from like back in the good old days where it's just one photo. You couldn't even zoom in on the photo. And now you can pinch and move around the photo and then it became a carousel. And then the reels, that was a eesh, whatever, you know. And now it's back to, uh, you got to diversify. Don't just do reels. And then I've heard reels are going to come back. Blah, blah. Point is, I make it a practice to just stay up on trends in social media. And so with that in mind, I created some social media content to share about the, the course and the early bird special. It was fun. It was so fun. I did try and do, I guess it's called a B-reel. That's where you're, no, this isn't a, a B-reel. That's something else. It's not a B-reel. What I did was I recorded my computer screen and I wanted to show like, here's uh, an InDesign, Adobe InDesign tip that you're going to learn in my course. Because other people who I follow who are specialists in XYZ, they'll show little snippets and little teasers of what they teach. And I'm like, dang, if they teach that, I've got to get the rest because that was so good. So I was like, oh, well, I should be doing that. I should let people know, which I plan to do more of that. It was rough. I'm not going to delete it. And I actually want to keep it on there for like momentum's sake or memory's sake, you know, like look how bad that was. But you couldn't see my screen totally centered. I'm showing how to make a table in InDesign using just the click of a button. It's rough. I'll be the first to admit, if you haven't seen it, go check it out on my Instagram page. Um, it's rough. But I actually got some, not the best views. It, it wasn't hated, right? <laughs> People signed the wait list after I posted it. Not as many as some other posts, but it did It did its job. And I learned from it, like, I can do that better. Better get a tripod and set it up a little bit higher, blah, blah, blah. 
So you learn, you learn as you go. But the point is, it was fun. And the ideas are flowing. I'm like, oh, I could share this. I could share that. Because I love what I am teaching. I feel confident that I have made it the best that I can. And and so marketing's fun. It just really becomes fun. And then it turns out I really love the connection with people. So when I talk about like this, the early bird special, that that was fun for me, I'm also realizing that just in general in my business, I'm just learning what is fun. I want my job to be fun. I'm not here to like, I've got to earn money. In fact, I have found as I'm scrolling through podcasts or Instagram, if I find people who are focusing on the money, I have to switch it off because it. I can easily let that get in my head and it steers me down the wrong path. And I start to focus on the things that that have led me astray. And when I say that, I mean, it has led me to make business decisions in the past that weren't good for me. Um, and so I'm realizing that the more that I make my business fun, I literally ask, what would I want to do? And there's something I cannot wait to share that's happening in 2024. But how it came about was this opportunity presented itself. And I was like, man, that'd be fun. I would like just legit like to do this in life. What if I invited people like work friends to come along and did it? And my goal is to have that be a continual thing that I do moving forward. Let's also the quilterpreneur retreat. This is I've had in my heart, like wanting to do a retreat for years. In fact, was not planning on sharing this, but I will. I had an epic fail with a retreat uh, 2020. I can't believe it was that recent ago. So I rented a place in uh, Round Top, Texas. Yes, that's an actual place. My fabric collection, my latest one is called Round Top, Road to Round Top, and it's an actual place. So uh, Quilt Con was in Austin, Texas. And I was like, oh man, what if I tagged on a little quilterpreneur retreat at the beginning at this really cute place called the vintage the vintage round top and it is a really cute place they fyi still have a deposit of me because this was such an epic fail so i i don't remember even how i did the marketing um but it was bad like even the vintage was like well have you emailed your audience about it i was like oh geez i'm not an idiot yes i've emailed my audience about it um but I only had a couple of people sign up for it. And I ended up having to cancel like at the last minute because even of the couple of people that signed up, some of them canceled at the last minute. And I was like, nope, I am not paying this much money for like three people. And that the whole thing was completely embarrassing. And not only did I have to refund, I was out a lot of money. I still am. They still, like I said, they still have this deposit of mine. And I don't even know if they, whatever. I guess I could go back, but... We're going to just move on, move forward. So um, that was kind of traumatic for me as far as like morale goes. And so in moving forward, I was like, I I want to do another retreat, but heaven knows I don't want to touch that again. Like that was really emotional and all the things. Then it was when Liza Taylor reached out to me. She's like, have you ever wanted to host a retreat? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I've tried it actually. It didn't go so well. And she's like, well, what if I help you? What if I did? And she's she is really, really helping. Um, I was like, really? Okay. And 
it just a lot of things changed. But I mean, it the live seats sold out in 15 minutes. And talk about a huge success. So and it's fun. Like, we get to meet with friends. We're going to be out in the mountains in Utah. We're going to hear cool speakers, like really cool speakers who are super successful in major companies. And they're coming to talk to little old us. We're going on hikes. We're eating out. And I'm like, man, this is fun. Like, how am I, is this, how is this life? I, I get to go and do this cool thing. And this is my job. Like, pinch me, you know? And we're doing it again next year, the Quilterpreneur Retreat 2024. Um, I am not announcing anything specific about it yet, but uh, to say I'm excited would be an understatement. So it's it's fun. Like, this is just fun. And I feel like w- the very first time I planned that retreat, the, the Quilterpreneur Retreat that was a bust, it was from a place of, I, I mean, there's so many reasons why it didn't go well, but one, it was more of a place of scarcity and fear and the marketing wasn't great. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot that went into it. But when you come from a place of like, this is fun. And I also realized that I've also been in business for long enough and I've established a name for myself. And I do have a tendency to just kind of jump into things before I really think it through. And sometimes it does bite me in the butt like that other retreat. If I were to go back, I would do it again. I would never say, don't jump in and try it because you might fail. I've only had the kind of success I've had because I've taken risks like that and and allowed myself to have those kinds of fails. And I'm at a place where I'm legit not even like embarrassed to share about it. I'm just sharing it with you. And it's like, oh, that happened. And it doesn't affect me emotionally right now, which is I'm actually really happy about that. Um, But you can get to a place, I mean, at the very beginning, you can just ask yourself, what would be so fun for me to do? Or what kind of group would I want to gather? What what would I like to, would I want an accountability group? Would I like a book club group? Would I like whatever? Can I can put together a group and they can pay a small fee and we can get together and do this. Whatever it is, you know, like I would love to teach people how to do this. I would love to create art that does this. If you feel like drawn to it and really excited about it, that shows. And then all of a sudden the marketing becomes fun because you're like, oh my gosh, I'm having a party. Come join my party. And, you know, that's that's attractive. And people sense that energy. Now, I will say, you know, the more that I get genuinely excited about what I do, the more at peace I get with... um others, like I said, who might say, uh, this isn't for me, or they leave my unsubscribe or even mark my emails as spam. I'm like, uh, they're clearly not here for what I'm dishing out. They, then they shouldn't be. I am curious sometimes how they get on my email list. I'm like, hmm, okay, well, that's fine. Um, but, you know, things that I have heard. So this is like, um, generally on social media. So like, well, I love Instagram. I do feel like there is this sense where people would say they say things on social media that they might not say face to face. Um, And so I have gotten to a point now where I just ask people, please don't tell me if someone is saying something. And it hasn't happened for a long time. This was a while ago. 
Um, but as we do, we remember some of those things that people say. So things that people have said about me and what I offer and what I do, and I won't go into all of them, but sometimes they'll say like, oh, you're so clickish. Like you have this click. Uh, you're doing, this is a money grab. You're just doing this to get money. Um, those were the things that came to my mind. There's more. If I really sat and thought about it, I could think more, but I don't want to do that. So, um, you know, my goal is that I want to show up in love for somebody who is in hate with me. That is when change happens. It's very, very easy for us to say, oh, well, they, no, I'm not. Or even I've thought before, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And that person's going to think, oh, that clearly she's not doing it for a money grab or clearly, guess what? I've never changed anyone's mind about me. And we actually don't have the power to do that. And the way they feel about me says very little about me. Once in a while, I'll get a critique and I'm like, oh, you know what? There's truth to that. And that is food for thought. And I should really evaluate that. But the generally, they'll have somebody present something to you the way that they present it. It says more about them than it does about you. And I will say, I have had people who are so sweet who have reached out and said, I don't know if you're aware, but blah, blah, blah. And they'll present either if their feelings were hurt or if there was a miscommunication or a typo or whatever it might be. And it's done in such a loving way that I'm like, my goodness, that was very sweet of them. You know, and then sometimes people show up in a way that that's angry and vindictive. And again, the way that somebody shows up says more about them than it does about me. We can't change other people. I don't even have the power to change their mind. And trust me, I've tried. (laughs) I've tried. It's a fruitless endeavor and it just brings both people down. Um, But I can love them. We can love them. And that it's not easy, right? But if we can like, even just think, my goodness, my goal is to not even try and judge it because what I tend to do is like, they must be really hurting, but that's insulting in and of itself, you know, to be like, well, they're in a bad place. So that's why they, we don't even need to do that. Just, wow, that, that is an expression that they have. They have some emotion there and I, that's okay. I can accept them and love them and let them feel that way. And I just allow it. And that's how change happens. Like I, the more I go through my business, I have this life coach. I'm really going into the emotional intelligence side of things. And as you see, it's going to seep into all that I do as it is right now on the podcast. Um, it It's really amazing and shocking and scary all at the same time to learn about our emotions and to sit with them. But it's also so liberating and beautiful and freeing. And for me to slowly go down this journey of self-acceptance, because what I'm really learning is we can't love others until we love ourselves. And the more that I'm learning, which I just feel like there's a lot still to learn, but the more that I'm learning to accept myself, the more confident I am in what I sell and in what I offer and and when others feel frustrated or angry or whatever it might be that that's okay and i can 
I I don't need to fix that, you know, and I, I can't fix it. And I do also feel like the more I go forward in my business, the more I really evaluate my decisions. And I really sit with, am I doing this to what I think is ethically right? So yeah, I just see that the more that we are scared of others' people, of others' judgments, that ultimately we're really scared of our own judgment, that we have a hard time loving ourselves. And so then we're just so scared that we have to get everyone's approval. And what could I do to make them comfortable? But really, we're not then having compassion for ourselves. We're really trying to say, how can I make them comfortable? Oh, no, they're not happy. What can I do to make them happy? Um, we really want to to just love ourselves and to trust ourselves and to allow other people to to have their emotions as well. And I'm definitely not saying because sometimes we have to learn a lesson. Sometimes we get feedback and you just you have to if you're if you have a hard time selecting what is the good feedback and what's not, then get someone good in your life. I will say Shannon Boyer. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> she offers like she helps with a uh, course, you know, creating courses. But I've even asked her, I'm like, am I the only one that reaches out to you for just good, solid advice? Because she's one of the most emotionally intelligent, is that the word I'm looking for? Very, very unbiased. Because you know when you get upset, sometimes it's fun to have someone who's like, yeah, they suck. That's terrible. They're the worst. But ultimately, that's not good, right? You want to have someone, you really want to have someone who has a healthy head on their shoulders and is like detached emotionally and helps you take a mature look at things. That is Shannon. So <laughs> treat yourself. I was like, Shannon, have you ever thought about being kind of like a, I don't even know what you call it, a mentor of people of sorts? And she's like, actually, I have. People do reach out to me about that. I'm like, well, there you go. So if you can find someone in your life, if you have a hard time, wait, do you have unhappy customers who are like, oh, there's a type or I feel blah, blah, blah. If you have a hard time distinguishing what's necessary feedback and what's just them being vindictive and hurtful then find someone in your life who can help you navigate between that there is a reel on instagram that i like uh, and i'll share why i say that with like a mm, but i i like it um it says and i'm actually planning on using this reel during my launch of the quilt pattern ready course so it's a man speaking and his instagram handle is new mentalities and he says, don't you think it's crazy? A millionaire won't judge you for starting a business. A bodybuilder won't judge you for working out. An NBA player won't judge you for playing ball. It's always those people that are going nowhere that want to judge you for trying to do something with your life. And I mean, it gives me goosebumps because really we put so much energy in the collective we as a human race into wanting people's approval and generally the people who aren't giving the approval that's not the approval we want anyhow they're usually people who are not happy and they're coming from not a good place but yet we do not like that they have this disapproval of us so recognizing that but also the reason i'm like i like it and i kind of am like mm. It can also then quickly turn into a judgment. You know, it can easily be like, well, the people who are who are naysayers, they're just bad and they're emotionally stunted. And 
we don't need to be judging them for, you know, for where they are. That's just as bad, right? We we just need to have some love and compassion and and that's it. Let them sit with those feelings, but don't let it stop you from what you want to do. It's scary, right? We are built in our DNA to want to fit in and to connect, but trust me, we're we're better off just allowing other people to to have their moments and their feelings and for us to tap into what what do I want to do? What am I called to do? What lights me up? You know, that, lean into that. And then how can I do it the best possible? How can I create the most value? Because what really hurts is when someone's like, this is crap. And you're like, it's not actually my best. You know, you know, you know, when you put something out and you're like, I didn't put my everything into it. And then when someone calls you out, it hurts because you're like, there's there's a bit of truth to that. So as long as you are really doing the best that you can and 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 I, I guess I'm kind of nervous to say that, too, because there are some people out there who are such perfectionists and so hard on yourself that you might be like, but it's never going to be good enough. I'll never be able to put it out because I could always make it better. So I guess there's a fine line there of like making it the best, you know, within reason, you know, not like never doing the thing because it's never going to be perfect enough. Uh, But, you know, you're going to hear the voices in your head that are going to say there's not room enough for you. But so what if they don't like it? Oh, no, those are we we need to really lean into like, I want to do this. And when those voices come like, okay, I see you. There is a part of my brain that's trying to protect me and keep me safe. And I see it. And it feels scary. And sit there and let it feel, you know, man, that feels scary. Yeah, I don't like that. Where am I feeling that in my body? And generally, I mean, like, if I feel stressed, I'll feel it in my stomach, kind of like a churning circle. And that's one thing my life coach does. She's like, where do you feel it? What's the movement? And it's it's usually like a circle in my stomach. And then she'll ask, what color is it? And that's a practice that you can do when you start to feel anxious or scared or like, oh, no, imposter syndrome. Ask yourself, what am I feeling? Where is it in my body right now? Is it in my chest? Is it in my head? My hands, are they tingly? What, where are you feeling it in your body? And identify the movement that you have with that. And is there a color that comes up with that? And then just sit and breathe in and breathe out and picture that movement and that color and that motion and just breathe and Honestly, just sitting there and doing that is usually very healing. Like, oh, this is an emotion. It's not reality. It's not even part of me. This is just part of this human experience and something that we feel. And it doesn't mean that I can't then move forward. So I want you to think about what is it that you want to do in your business? What is the thing that lights you up? For me, you know, this early bird special was so fun. I'm so fun. Uh, What am I saying? I'm so fun. It is so fun. I am so excited to share it with people. I want them to know, like, if you want in on this course, you do not want to miss this. And I can't wait to share it because I want people to be like, that is so cool. You know, what what is that for you? What are you excited and passionate about? What's something that like, man, I would love to discover more about this. And if I want to discover more, I bet others do too. Or man, I just love making this thing. And I just want people to 
experience it. Like, is what is that thing for you? What is it? And can you lean into that and create something with it that you know some people are going to love and you know other people aren't going to love? And that's okay. You know, it's almost like, I don't know, I guess some people get offended, but I was going to say, it's like, if you love a really good book and you say, man, I love this book and someone else doesn't love it, that's okay. Some people, though, I do get offended as if it's like their baby, like, what? You didn't love it? (gasps) But we don't want to do that. (laughs) So, and then I do want to wrap it up by saying, if your dreams, if part of what you want to do is to write your very own quilt patterns, if you're dreaming of that, if you have ideas or you want to have ideas, this is the time to join the quilt pattern writing course. It's something I am passionate about. I have put so much love and time into this course, and I am excited to share it with those of you who want to learn to write and sell your own quilt patterns and who want to learn how to use Adobe Illustrator and InDesign. If you don't want to learn Adobe Illustrator and InDesign, this course isn't for you. And it feels so great to say that. This course isn't for everyone. (laughs) I'm not here just trying to tell everyone to take my course. It is for those who want to learn how to write and sell quilt patterns using Adobe Illustrator and Adobe InDesign. And if you're wondering why would I want to learn how to use those, go to quilterscandy.com and visit my courses page. And you can read all about the quilt pattern writing course and why a person would even want to use Adobe Illustrator and InDesign. So I hope that you enjoyed this self-edited podcast, and I hope that if you're interested in the course, that you take a moment to go check out the Early Bird Special. Thank you so much for being here on the Crafty Career Podcast. Have a wonderful weekend. If you can take just a moment to go leave a review, I hope we can get to 200 reviews. I will see you back here next Friday with a brand new episode. Take care and have a wonderful week.